Yeah, 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 yeah. Sixers, Timberwolves, instant reaction, post-game live. You know what it is. You know why I'm here. And I'm here. And I'm here when we win, and I'm here when we lose. And I'm here when we stink it up, and I'm here when we smoke teams like we just did. And I would like for all the haters to be here right now. But it's okay. They're not here. But shout out to everybody in here. Here's how I'm going to start the show. All I heard all week long was that Joel Embiid cannot do this against good teams. Joel Embiid loves dominating the Washington Wizards, loves dominating the Detroit Pistons, loves dominating the Chicago Bulls. But watch what happens when he plays a good team. He's going to choke again. That's all I heard all week long. Joel Embiid, ladies and gentlemen, against the Minnesota Timberwolves, the number one seed in the West, the number one rated defense in the entire NBA right now, just did the exact same thing to them that he did against the Wizards and the Hornets and the Pistons and the Bulls. Not a damn thing changed. Now, I would like for everyone to give him his respect. And I get it. Trust me. If I was from a different fan base, I would hate Joel Embiid. Because there's nothing you can do to stop him at this point. You've tried everything. But he's on a level right now that, believe it or not, is even better than he was last season when he won the MVP. And leading up to this game, I said, this is the one. This You have to win this game. Because you can't go and shred the worst teams in the NBA for seven games in a row and then show up and, and have a bad game against this team. You this is this was the for at least the early part of the NBA season, this was the prove it game. Everything you were doing the past seven, eight games, it was like we don't know if it's real yet. You know what I mean? The NBA fans, the NBA world doesn't know if it's real yet. Is it just because you were playing against Mike Muscala and Yeti? What what the hell is the dude's name? Avia, Avdia, whatever. This was the test. And I said, if Joel Embiid comes out here and does the same thing and dominates this team, it is solidified. He's winning back-to-back MVP, and he's the best player in the league right now. And what you're witnessing is Joel being as good as Joel is. The emergence of Tyrese Maxey, because you help off, guess who's wide open? A 42% three-point shooter. Pick your poison. What can you do? And role players and the Nick Nurse effect. 
Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey just combined for 86 points against the number one defense in the league. It is real. This is real. You have an MVP player who is the best player in the world right now and a 23-year-old sidekick who's playing like a star. This is official. Sixers fans, cherish it. Enjoy it. Celebrate it. Talk that shit. Talk shit to your friends. Talk shit to everybody. We haven't been in this position since the 80s. We haven't been in this position since the 80s. And I shouldn't even address the Harden super fans all in my comments all week, all on the Twitter replies all week long. And we lost to the Bulls and all I got was a bunch of hate. A bunch of hate. You still can't win without Harden. Tyrese Maxey as Joel Embiid's sidekick in this game just dropped. What did he drop? 35? 35. Joel had 51 and Maxey had 35. First of all, I was saying if Joel has to have a 40 piece to prove to everybody that this is real. 51? And his 23-year-old sidekick drops 35 on the best defense in the league? I am astonished. And I want to make sure I point this out. Carl Anthony Towns made a major, major, major mistake early on in this game. Carl Anthony Towns drove to the basket, got contact from Embiid, made a nice finesse left-handed finish and flexed on Joel and screamed at him like he just put him on a poster. And we were saying in the playback chat, shout out to everybody that was in there, playback.tv slash running back Philly. We had a blast. We were saying in the playback chat, you just poked the bear. You just poked the bear. Oh boy, Joel gave them everything in this game. He gave them everything in this game. And there was nothing they could do. And I'm going to break it all down, step by step, one by one. And I'm going to get to the chat. I'm going to get to everything. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with me. Listen to my sponsor first. And I'm going to break down everything and I'm going to read the chat. I love you guys. Before we get into the show, let me talk to you about the sponsor of today's show, Aura. Are you tired of constantly receiving spam calls to the point where you don't even answer your phone anymore? This is mine just recently. What this is, is data brokers selling your information. It's kind of scary and creepy to think that your information is out there like that. Aura can identify data brokers exposing your info and submit opt-out requests on your behalf. Brokers are legally required to remove your info if you ask them to, but they make it very difficult. Let Aura do it for you. Aura also does so much more to protect you and your family from online threats that you can't see. It's very easy to set up and the app does so many things for you, like parental controls, antivirus, VPN, password management, identity theft insurance, and more at one affordable price. Let Aura do the hard work of keeping you safe online so that you can focus on other tasks and peace of mind. You can either let people continue to exploit and profit off your private information, or you can go to aura.com slash run it back to start your two-week free trial. Click the link in the description to get started. 
Yeah! Shout out to 443 people in here. Give me 443 likes. Close out the chat one time. Hit the like button. Thank you for joining me. This is Sixers Post Game Live on Run It Back Philly. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And these episodes are all uploaded to Apple Podcasts and Spotify in perfect, clear audio form. If you like listening in your car on the way to work or whatever you want to do, get us on the podcast. Uh... Tune in there. All right. There it is. What are they saying in the chat for us, man? Jerome Stewart, real question. Are we still in trust issues mode? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. We are not, Jerome. No, sir. Because Nick Nurse saved this team. Nick Nurse saved this team. Nick Nurse came in here and he took Joel Embiid to the next level. Nick Nurse came in here and he preached conditioning. And he preached hard work. And he preached system. And he took Joel Embiid to the next level. And he preached making quick decisions and playing physical. Both ends of the floor. And he took Joel Embiid to the next level. No. This is all I needed to see. This is all I needed to see for me to believe in this team. This is all I needed to see. This team can beat any team in the NBA. And I said that in the beginning of the season when they started the season, what, 8-1 and one or whatever it was? I was on a high there. People thought I was jumping the gun. And then we went on a little bit of a slump, which I predicted. And everybody was talking about the depth and we need to make a trade and we need this or we need that. And I said, wait till we get our guys back. Wait till we're healthy. Let's, you know what I mean? We're going to be right back in business. By the way, the Sixers are 12 and 2 with Kelly Oubre. It's just a role player that they've needed for a long time. Nah, no more trust issues, man. I believe. I believe in this team, man. Uh, Jimmy Butler already said cat is soft as a baby. What else you guys got for me in the chat, man? Uh, everybody is barbecue chicken for Embiid. John Gotti, what's good? Thanks for supporting the channel. Joel Embiid came out here against the Minnesota Timberwolves and he gave every single center on their entire roster the business. The business. There was no doubt from the jump I just, I, I, I'm so happy about what I just saw because he, he continued to do exactly what he's been doing. His game didn't change because he's playing a better defensive team. He went right at Rudy Gobert right off the jump. Right when the game started, he went right at Rudy Gobert. Got him into, got him two quick fouls. Carl Anthony Towns, next up. Who's next up? Come take a shot. Carl Anthony Towns steps up two quick fouls. They gave these dudes two fouls apiece in the first quarter. They had to put Nas Reed on him. <laughs> gave him two fouls, by the way, early on. Gets the whole team in foul trouble. And I know what they're going to say. They're going to look at those free throws. They're going to be in there and they're going to be saying, yeah, but how many free throws did he shoot? Yeah, but look at the free throws. You got to watch the game, man. Here's why Joel Embiid shoots so many free throws. Joel Embiid has the ball skills 
of an elite NBA shooting guard, but he has the frame of some of the biggest, strongest centers to ever play the game. Do you know how unstoppable... First of all, Shaq was unstoppable, right? For the most part. But do you know how unstoppable he would be? He would have been if he had the ball skills? If he had the shooting form? If he shot 86% from the free throw line? Watch the game. Look at the plays. You got Rudy Gobert reaching in the cookie jar. Hand in the cookie jar. Right up. Hacked on both arms. Still makes the jumper. He's got guys reaching, getting foul calls, still hitting the jumper. There's nothing you can do about it. He gets down low, he plays physical, and he makes you foul him. That's exactly why he shot 17 free throws in the game. And uh, by the way, 17 for 17, was he? 17 for 17? Oh, now my score disappeared. I got the stats on my phone. It's all good. ESPN wants to play games with me. I got the stats on my phone. Was he 17 for 17? He was 17 for 18. Oh, yeah, he missed the one at the end for 50. And then Paul Reed got the offensive board and kicked it back to him, and he hit a free throw line jumper. Got the roll. Got the roll, the soft touch for 50. Shout out to... CA from PA for the $5 super chat. I appreciate the support on the channel. I'm not sure if you were trying to type a comment there with the super chat. Uh, I'll scroll through the chat here and see if your comment is there. I don't see anything, uh, but thanks for the super chat. I appreciate it. Yeah, Joel gave everybody the business. And what can you do? You saw it at the end. Rudy Gobert is out of options. Rudy Gobert had nothing. He didn't know what else to do. I tried everything. I got up on him. I played physical. He went past me. I got him up on him, played physical. He he got to the free throw line. He got he he drew fouls. I take a little bit of a step back to try to play more conservative, and he hit starts hitting jumpers. The rainbow jumper in that fourth quarter at with a shot clock running down. I mean, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Nas Reed on him on the block, the quick spin, reverse dunk. Then they bring another double on the left side of the elbow, and he just pivots, goes around it, drives down the lane, dunks on everybody. I mean, absolute, pure dominance from Joel Embiid in this game against the number one rated defense in the league. The entire NBA should be on notice right now. The entire NBA should be on notice right now. Nobody is safe. And it's not just the Washington Wizards. Nobody, nobody's safe at this point. Nobody, nobody. Joel is, he's in prime form right now. He's in he's in his middle of the season shape. He is absolutely cooking. And and I want to talk about what Tyrese Maxey did in the beginning of that fourth quarter, of course. John Raxins, thanks for the super chat. Thanks for supporting the channel. 
Let's go Sixers and $10 for an intro. Shout out to you. Uh, Jerome Stewart, I have a hard time believing Nick Nurse's system won't get us out of purgatory. We stick out like a sore thumb in the East in a good way. Nobody moves the ball like us. Facts, man. You added strategy around just the most dominant, most gravity-pulling player in the league. You know, even the, the, the beginning of the game twice, I saw a backdoor cut from Kelly Oubre on a design play it's just a pick and roll with Patrick Beverly, and you just got options. You just got things moving all over the place, and uh, it, it makes it so unstoppable. It's not just iso ball. It's a lot of iso ball, but there's other things happening that give you other options. Uh, but even even the iso ball right now, it's 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 not it's unstoppable. Joe Embiid is unstoppable right now. What can you do with the guy? What can you do with him now? That's player of the game, okay, obviously. Nightly awards. Here we go. Nightly awards. Run it back Philly postgame live. Nightly awards. The player of the game. Obviously, Joe LMB drops 51 points on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Absolute pure dominance from start to finish. And I think most importantly, you know, against the Bulls, he had 36 and three quarters. And he came back at about the five-minute mark and uh, didn't do what he was doing the first three quarters. And I was saying, Joel, you got to come back in this game and continue to do what you did the first three quarters and dominate and put these dudes away. And Joel Embiid did exactly that. What notes do I have on Joel in the fourth quarter, man? He came back in the game, hits a jumper right away. Uh, you know, got Gobert reaching in the cookie jar. He he hits the fadeaway, high arcing one with the shot clock running down. Does the Jordan shrug on his way back to the sideline? He was completely unstoppable. That is player of the game easily. Game changer. Game changer. Tyrese Maxey was the game changer because Joel Embiid was dominating as he's been dominating teams now for a long time. And you start the fourth quarter with Joel Embiid on the bench and you say, Tyrese, it's your time. It's your time to keep us alive with Joel on the bench. Tyrese did more than that with Joel Embiid on the bench at the start of this fourth quarter, at the start of that fourth quarter. Tyrese Maxey started to shred the Minnesota Timberwolves defense at the start of that fourth quarter with Joel Embiid on the bench. And that was the game changer for me because both of those guys cooking like that, 51 and 35, now you just have a different element that I don't know how anybody's going to stop it when they're both on their game like that. And I was saying that at the beginning of the season. And they brought it back. And the start of that fourth quarter with Joel Embiid on the bench, Tyrese Maxey drops 10 points in the first six minutes of that fourth quarter. With every array of shot you can imagine. Pulling threes around screens. Shooting from Curry range. Driving to the rim right side, left side. A tough right-handed finish over McDaniels. 
Drives down the lane, Euro switches to the left hand and finishes lefty over Rudy Gobert. Defensive player of the year. Well, wasn't he back to back? Wasn't he back to back at one point? Tyrese Maxey put the whole team on his shoulders with Joel Embiid on the bench to start the fourth quarter, and that's that's the game changer. That's the game changer. And the fraud of the night, the fraud of the night award goes to Carl Anthony Towns because you got a nice little finesse layup in the first quarter, finished through contact and won. And you flexed on Joel Embiid. In Philly, in front of the Philly crowd, you poked the bear. And boy, you got your ass kicked for the rest of the night. You had a little run in the beginning of the fourth. A little run in the beginning of the fourth. But you got your ass kicked the rest of the night. I mean, Joel Embiid was just, he cooked you. He cooked Gobert. He cooked Nas Reed when he stepped up. Uh, you guys, you guys had no answer. You had no answer at all. You had absolutely no answer at all, man. Let's go to the, let's go to the stats. Let's read the stats. Let's look at it. Let's talk about it. And you know, um, we'll read the chat a little bit more. We'll hang out for a while. And uh see if I can get a boom. We'll do this right here. We'll do this right here. Cat always gets embarrassed in Philly. Do I not have my chat thing on chat overlay on here? Chat overlay. I don't have the chat overlay on this media screen. Oh, well, I can still read the chat. I can still read the chat. All right. 127, 113, man. Uh, McDaniels. Shout out to Jaden McDaniels, man. He had a serious run in the first half and we shut him down completely in the second. Jaden McDaniels had 20 points in the first half of this game. He was cooking us all types of different ways. Uh, you know, floaters high off the glass, mid range jump shot, hitting open threes, doing everything. The good McDaniels, you know, Jalen's brother, he had 20 at halftime. Uh, he finishes the game with 21. So again, you get a Nick Nurse halftime adjustment. The Sixers come out with a, a, a just different intensity defensively in the second half, and they completely take over the game. Rudy Gobert. Woo, man. Imagine giving up five first-round picks for that guy. Five. Four, four or five, whatever. Eight points and nine rebounds? Ugh! Gross! Eight points and nine rebounds for Rudy Gobert. Carl Anthony Towns, 23 and 13. But man, you got your ass kicked. Uh, the rest of that game by Joel Embiid, man. Anthony Edwards, 27 points, 9 for 20. Um, and I thought we were doing a pretty good job on Anthony Edwards in the first half. And that's why Jalen McDaniels was cooking us or Jaden McDaniels was doing his thing because we were, you know, you could tell the defense was was heavy 
heavy on Edwards and uh, leaving McDaniels kind of free to run around and free to get open shots, and he was taking advantage of it. Uh, Edwards had some things going in the third. The fourth quarter was just blown out of the water, and the Wolves couldn't do anything, and it was kind of just their offensive plan really went completely away, and Edwards was just then trying to basically create something out of nothing for most of the fourth quarter, and he was putting up some, you know, some bad shots. Uh, But Anthony Edwards, man, what a talent, bro. He had so many Kobe Bryant-esque pivot spins, into into fadeaway jump shots when when Ant gets going uh in the mid range he reminds me a lot of he reminds me a lot of Kobe with his footwork uh into the into the mid range jump shot I love Anthony Edwards but um you know he dropped thirty something on us last time we played him we held him to twenty seven nine for twenty from the field two for six from three uh you know it was a great defensive effort from the Sixers. For most of the game, they they had a couple of runs. They went on an 11-0 run to start the third, I think it was. Actually, I said we had a halftime adjustment and we came out uh, better in the third quarter. But actually, we we looked like we were collapsing in the third quarter. Now that I think about it, they we started the third. Uh, the Wolves were on an 11-0 run. They got two offensive rebounds in a row. Carl Anthony Towns a put back on an offensive board and an and one. He's screaming on and beat again. Um... Rudy Gobert flopped into the first row. They called a T on Marcus Morris. We didn't really get to see, you know, what happened there. Joel got two and ones on Carl Anthony Towns in a row in that third quarter uh, and really started, you know, they go on that 11-0 run to start the third. We think we're in trouble, and uh, Joel says, okay, guys, I got this. You know, he he gets two and ones in a row on Towns. Uh, He's flexing on the crowd. An and one on cat and, and and a knee to the a knee to the below the belt, you know. Also, uh, still called it a foul on cat. So, <laughs> what can you do? You're getting you're getting beat up. You're getting scored on, and you're getting kicked in the nuts. Uh, and the quick spin on Nas Reed reverse dunk was ridiculous, and he spins off a double team and posters the whole team down the lane. Uh, and he came in the fourth quarter and, and finished it off with the beautiful, you know, jump shot over Rudy Gobert. And really his fourth quarter strategy was ISO Gobert and, and go at him and, and, you know, get to the jump shot and, uh, just what can you do, man? What can you do? Um, Joel and be dominated. I couldn't be happier. Uh, let's look at the Sixers stat line here. Joel 51 points, 17 for 25. I mean, that is ridiculous. Shout out to 600 people in here. Uh, give me 600 likes, man. I would appreciate that very much. Go ahead and close out the chat. Give me 600 likes, dude. Give the Sixers 600 likes, and uh, I'm just gonna hang out, read the stats, and and look at the read the chat and look at the stats here for for a little while longer. And uh, let's see if I can get the. You can't see the points, man. Hold up a second. Let me crop this a little bit behind the scenes. There we go. There we go. 17 for 25 is a ridiculous shooting percentage for a seven-footer. Only one three-point attempt. You know, Joel Embiid was just getting to what he's good at, and he wasn't forcing anything. He wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't hanging out on the perimeter and relying on on threes or anything like that. Uh, He was outside the perimeter a lot with the ball. But again, quick decisions when he's out there, you know, 
there was a lot of plays where I was like, damn, we're, we're really giving the ball to Joel, you know, 30 feet from the basket. And, and that, that reminds me a little bit of some old, uh, we're not going to say his name style of offenses, but when he gets the ball out there, he's either handing it to a guard or he's getting into his mid range pretty quickly. And he's not messing around trying to do dribble moves on the three point line or anything like that. He was very assertive and decisive. Just an unbelievable performance by Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey, 35, 12 of 24, 5 of 12 from 3. I love, 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 love the fact that Tyrese Maxey gets up 12 three-point attempts in this game. It is so important to be that threat from deep in a Joel Embiid-led offense. It is so important for Tyrese Maxey to be that guy. For Joel Embiid's entire career, I was screaming, this guy needs a point guard who's a threat to shoot. Spacing is everything with a guy like Joel Embiid, right? So Somebody just posted yesterday the Sixers 2019 roster with Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Josh Richardson. I was like, oh my God, bro. There was no spacing at all on that stupid-ass team. Who put that team together? Finally, you have people that know what they're doing and say, hey, this is the most dominant player we've seen since 2000 or beyond as far as the paint goes and drawing defenses in the paint and getting to his, you know, he needs space, bro. He needs space. Daryl Morey drafts Tyrese Maxey. Maxey becomes a three-point shooter that he is. The, the catch and shoot. Off the dribble, I mean, he has he has everything right now. Tyrese Maxey has everything right now. You know, even James Harden at his best last year wasn't a catch-and-shoot guy for whatever reason. Tyrese Maxey's got it all. I can come around screens and pull up. I can hit you with the step back. I can catch and shoot. A simple play in the third quarter, Joel top of the key. They're running a zone now. They don't know how to stop him. Defender takes one step close to Joel, a little too far, and he just kicks it right over to Maxi, wide open for three, bucket. Keeping defenses honest, keeping the space, and you're seeing the result. Joel Embiid is dropping 40-point games and 50-point games like it's nobody's business. This is a, a historic scoring run, and it's not just Joel Embiid. It's, it's the system around him. The players around him, Tyrese Maxey's a huge part of it, man. Uh, Kelly Oubre, three for six, one for three from three, seven points. You know, we didn't get much from anybody else, but we didn't really need it. We didn't really need it. We just needed everybody to be a role player. Even Tobias Harris with his nine points, four for ten from the field. You know, Tobias Harris got busy a little bit early, got some nice strong buckets a little bit early, and... Didn't force anything. That's a Tobias Harris game. But when Joel has it going like that, I just need everybody else to just play their role. When Joel has it going like that and Maxi has it going like that, everybody else just needs to play their role. And honestly, $40 million role player, sure. But shout out to Tobias Harris for, for playing the role and not doing too much and not trying to force things and not trying to, you know back somebody down for 20 seconds off the shot clock. Everybody played their role, and uh, 
everything looked perfect. When, against the Bulls, when Joel, I think at halftime he had like 18 field goal attempts and somebody was in the playback stream saying, you know, you can't win games like this. Joel's being a ball hog. But he was cooking. And I said, bro, there's a difference between a guy being a ball hog and shooting a bad percentage and a guy being a ball hog and shooting 17 for 25. Why in the world would Joel Embiid give the ball to Tobias Harris or DeAnthony Melton or Kelly Oubre when he literally almost can't miss? I love that. I love the performance from uh, from the whole team. And I'm just so happy that this happened against the best defense in the league because y'all got to stand on business now. All right, swipe a cam. Swipe a cam, where you at? Somebody find Swipe a Cam. Is he hiding? For those who don't know, Swipe a Cam, Denver Nuggets content creator, big time uh, Nikola Jokic super fan, uh, works for Locked On Nuggets podcast and uh, Mile High Sports in Denver. And he had a tweet just a couple of days ago. Hold on. You know what? You know what? We're going there. We're going there. We are going there. Swipa Embiid. Oh, Swipa, you're getting the smoke, bro. You are getting the smoke. Let's see. Oh, he's already in here. He's already in here arguing with people. Uh, he had a tweet that said, oh, it was, it was about Joel Embiid playing the Wizards, man. We got to find it, bro. We gotta, we gotta find it. We're gonna find it. Come on, you son of a! He tweets too much, man. All right, let me see. I, I, I tweeted him. I think I can. I think I can just search for our interaction here and find it. Yeah, where are you at? Where are you at, Swipe? Where are you at, Swipe Cam? Joel Embiid is one of the greatest regular season players I've ever seen. His ability to score at all-time levels versus Charlotte, Detroit, Washington, and Atlanta needs to be studied. You see how subliminal and just sarcastic that is? Come on, Swiper. You're a grown-ass man out here troll-tweeting. Come on, bro. And I quote tweeted and I said, he gave Jokic 47 and 15 last time they played, bro. You're trolling. And then he said, I would not be surprised if Joel Embiid has 50 again next January. And my point of him brings great regular season player will stand. Stand on business, Swiper. What do you got to say? What do you got to say about Joel Embiid? We better have some tweets. We better have you better have given him his damn credit. You better have given him his damn credit. Let's see. What did he say? 51 minutes ago. Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxi combined for 86 points versus the Timberwolves. That's mad impressive. The 76ers are showing up potentially to be one of the two best teams in the East. There you go, Swiper. There you go. There you go, Swiper Cam. Respect. Respect. I knew you had it in you. I knew you had it in you, Swiper. I knew it. I knew you had it in you. 
Oh, that's because I tweeted him. <laughs> Who's going to tell Swiper Cam that Joel dropped 51 on the best defense in the league? I knew you had it in you, Swiper. I'm proud of you. Before we get into the show, I'm proud let me of talk you, to you about Cam. the spot. Sorry about that. I clicked, this, I clicked the ad. Uh, I don't have much else to say, man. Y'all got something to say in the chat, bro? Let's see it, man. Who's a shout out to Aunt C, member of the channel? Swiper can't hear the no fraud zone. Uh, what else we got, man? Give me something in the chat. What are your hot takes, man? Um, what are your hot takes, man? What I watched was a superstar performance by Maxi. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It was. It really was. Like I said, the beginning of that fourth quarter, man. The beginning of that fourth quarter with Joel on the bench, Tyrese Maxey absolutely dominated the game. Dominated the game. And the flex on him. Guys, I think Tyrese Maxey said a curse word. I think Tyrese Maxey said a curse word. He drove to the rim, threw contact, finished with the right hand, got the and one. He's screaming in front of the crowd. And I think he said, you can't, I think he said, and fucking one. Tyrese Maxey's growing up right before our very eyes. He's dropping F-bombs. He's screaming. He's flexing. He's screaming, you can't guard me. Then he hits a three late. And he's, he's hyping up the crowd. He's walking over the crowd hyping. I thought he was going to give me the Allen Iverson earpiece. I wanted it. Tyrese Maxey is becoming a solidified NBA star. And it's because he's growing into his skill set and his confidence level is getting there. And now, oh my God, bro, he, he looks so sure of himself. I mean, he's, he's flexing on him and screaming at people and in the crowd, angry Tyrese Maxey. He's been the nicest player I've ever seen his whole career so far. And he was as good as he is. Now he's pissed off. The last thing the NBA wants to see is a uber confident, cocky Tyrese Maxey. Look out. When's the last time two players on the Sixers roster had 50 point games in a season? Probably the damn 70s, bro. John Clark, man, thanks for the super chat. I appreciate you uh, for supporting the channel. Um, and uh, you know, if I could, if I could uh, return that five dollars to you, I certainly would, because this is a fraudulent comment. Come on, that Embiid whistle is ridiculous. The Timberwolves defense couldn't even play. <laughs> You're so mad you paid $5 to say that. They're so mad they're paying money to express their anger. They're so mad they're paying money to express their anger. That's how mad they are. Do you know how mad you have to be to pay money to express your frustration? Listen to me, John. And this is all in fun, by the way, John. Thank you for the support. It's just sports, bro. But you got to watch the game a little bit closer. 
You're not frustrated because of Joel Embiid's whistle. You're frustrated because it's almost impossible to try to guard Joel Embiid without fouling him. That is what's happening. I understand the frustration. I would be frustrated as hell too. But answer me this, John. Why in the world would NBA referees wake up in the morning and say, hey, let's go give Joel Embiid the best whistle in the NBA? Who selected him? Why would the NBA select the process? Why would the NBA randomly choose Joel Embiid? You know what? Who are we going to give the best whistle to this season? Let's do Joel Embiid. Let's give him the best whistle. Let's give him more free throws than everyone. Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. Why do people say he gets the best whistle in the NBA? I need someone to tell me what he does that gets him the best whistle. Y'all act like the NBA randomly chose Joel Embiid to shoot more free throws than everybody. Again, what he does is he's the most physically dominant player since Shaquille O'Neal. But he has the ball skills of an elite NBA guard. That combination is what gets him to the free throw line as much as he gets. That combination is why you can't stop him. Now you got somebody asserting himself in the paint, banging bodies in the paint, but he's got it up here. He knows how to pump fake and get you to just lean forward a little bit into the jump. He knows how to... Bro, he's drawing fouls. He A couple years ago, he called himself the seven-foot James Harden. I'll tell you what, John. You send me a single clip from this Timberwolves game of a foul called that wasn't a foul. Send me one of them. Because I watched... I watched them. They were asked out. They had no, There was nothing they could do. They were reaching. They were pushing. They were grabbing. They were fouling him, bro. <laughs> he's shooting free throws because he's getting fouled. Half the time he made the shot anyway. And do you know what would happen if you didn't foul Joel Embiid? He would score. They'll be like, oh, I dropped 51, but yeah, look at the free throws. Do you know what happens if you don't foul him? He scores. <laughs> Still a bucket. You can't guard the jumper. You can't guard him in the paint. You can't stop him from getting under the rim. You foul him. He makes the free throw. There's, it's un He's unstoppable. I understand that's frustrating. I understand that's frustrating. But the NBA did not just wake up one morning and decide to give Joel Embiid the best whistle in the league. He is just that damn good at creating contact in the paint. He gets fouled. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> what else we got, man? Speed Demon, thank you, bro. Look, exactly. You should be happy he gets fouled because, holy Lord, he would average 60 if they didn't foul him. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Listen, what a game. Unbelievable performance from Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns poked the bear. You shouldn't have done it, man. You shouldn't have flexed on him in the first quarter. 
shouldn't have flexed on him. Joel Embiid demolishes all the bad teams. All I hear all week long is that he's not going to do this against a good defense, and he comes out here, and against the number one defense in the league, he drops 51 and completely dominates from start to finish. He impressed the hell out of me because I was saying leading up to this game, this is it, Joe. You got to perform in this game. You can't demolish all the bad teams and then show up flat against the Timberwolves. You got to you gotta come out and continue and prove to everybody that you can do this against anybody. And he proved it to everybody, and he proved it to me. And Tyrese Maxey proved to me that he's a legitimate all-star sidekick. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I am in. I am in. The 76ers are contenders this season. And if Daryl Morey adds something else at the trade deadline, whoo, you better watch out, man. You better watch out. Thank you all for coming through. Thank you for hanging out. Oh, yeah. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you're brand new. Turn your notification bell on. Go to aura.com slash run it back to start your two-week free trial. Protect yourself from the spammers. And uh, I got nothing else to say, man. 